Hi again, this is World Pastor Tony Alamo. This is program number 616. If you'd like to have a copy of it, Sharon will tell you how at the end of the program. Please state whether you want a CD or an audio tape. They're both free, including postage and handling. I have a very strong message to you from the Bible. And uh, I have some uh, music and letters. Now, why I say free? I emphasize from the Bible. But it's very important uh, for me to have said that because in the book of John, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, in the book of John, it states, chapter 8, verse 47, He that is of God heareth God's words. If you're of God, you're going to listen to the words that I say today. But if you're not of God, you're not going to hear them. Let me reiterate verse 47 of chapter 8. He that is of God, and not the devil, he that is of God hears God's words. That's plural, W-O-R-D-S, all of God's words. Ye therefore hear them not because ye are not of God. Let that be the scripture of the day. He that is of God hears God's words. Ye, therefore, hear them not, because ye are not of God. Now, I want to reiterate again. You know, these people, I'm doing these messages on having many wives, not because I'm attempting or trying to get people to have more than one wife, because really that is par for the course. Most people in the world should and must have, uh, they don't really even have to have a wife for that matter. Many like the Lord himself and the Apostle Paul and others never had wives, and uh, there's a lot of eunuchs in the world as well. And so it's not important to have a wife. The Apostle Paul says it is good not to even touch a woman, let alone have her for a wife. So I'm not uh, preaching these words to um, you know, try to encourage people to have uh, a wife or uh, more than one wife. And that's not what I'm doing here. They uh, just raided what they call a compound in Texas. And they took 400 people, 400 children away from their parents because somebody said, uh, just somebody said, this is supposed to be democracy. Some, they said, little 16-year-old girl who they have not located yet. Some, uh, this mystery or a phantom girl calls up and says that there's all kinds of brutality and all kinds of things like that going on. That's what they said about Waco. And so what they're trying to do, the Vatican, is to, they hate the seventh, uh, they hate this church uh, of the Latter-day Saints. Um, that's uh, an offshoot of Mormonism. And even though I don't believe in Mormon. I'm not a Mormon, but still in all, I believe that they should not do that. That is brutality. It's anti-Christ. It's anti-God. 
it is also anti-American, uh, anti-U.S. Constitution. And so the people that are doing this ought to be put in prison, I mean, and be prosecuted to the limit of the law. But um, on the other hand, uh, and these are the words of the Lord. He that is of God hears God's words. Uh, but you, most of the people in the uh, world today, therefore hear them not, because you are not of God. And if you're not of God, you're of the devil. How, does, how do you like those words? These are words from the Bible. In the 8th chapter, verse 47. Now, I'm going to take a marker and mark this because I might come back to it, but I'm going to be reading from the 15th chapter of the book of John today. And um, let's first, though, go to the throne of the living God and ask him to anoint this service. Father, anoint this program, number 616616, and uh, let the good times roll, Father. Let your word come forth. It's been uh, bottlenecked for years, and I'm so proud, Lord, that you have called me to straighten them, make the crooked ways straight. Everyone seems to be so crooked. Everyone is um, so afraid to get their mousy flesh hurt. Everyone is so afraid to do jail time. Everyone is so afraid to study your word because they don't want to know too much because they think they're going to be responsible. And they are responsible for not reading your word because it is a commandment, Father, to study. Not only read it, but study the word and make yourself a workman of God, approved unto God, that you don't need to be ashamed. Now, one of the things that all the churches, Father, are so angry at me about is because I put them to shame. Your words put them to shame. They haven't preached it, and they're not going to preach it because they're a bunch of wimps. And uh, they're afraid that they're going to get killed. It's okay for you to have gotten killed and for uh, the Apostle Paul to be beheaded and Peter to be crucified upside down, but not them because they're so much better. They uh, are going to find out and they're going to remember these words forever in hell in the lake of fire. Now, there is nothing wrong with uh, being uh, not married, or there's nothing wrong with being married to one woman, and there's nothing wrong if you tell someone, and it must be that you told them to be married to more than one wife, like you did the psalmist David. You're the same yesterday, today, and forever. And if people don't want to receive that, it's because they're not of the Lord. Father, we ask that you... Uh, whatever you have me do on this program, that it's uh, directly from the heart. That's where you sit on the throne in my heart. And Lord God, I thank you and praise you. Your holy, wonderful name, glory be to the living God. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray, Lord, to you told us that we will stop Satan by using the double-edged sword, the word of God. But there's so many people that have lay down and rolled over for the devil. But not me, Lord. I will never do that. Uh, I don't want to be um, predicting anything other than that I'm going to serve you 
and they, the people, in, even in the government, have come and shook hands with me and stated that they marvel at my tenacity. That I never quit. Never. And I never will. And all the people that are hearing this voice of mine, which is actually the voice of the Lord coming through these radio waves, I would suggest to you that you get busy doing the Lord's will to preach his word and not be ashamed. Because those that are ashamed of the gospel, the Bible, the word of God, God will be ashamed of you. Jesus will be ashamed of you at the judgment bar of God and God's holy angels. Lord, open doors for us. Open wide doors. Let souls be saved and the church edified. Let the church be edified, strengthened, Lord God, and bind the devil. Bind them, open doors for us, and close every door to Satan, Father God. I'm praying for my heart, Lord, and you said, uh, call on you and you'll answer me and show me. And uh, you've done that for all these years, so therefore I know you've done it, for I've asked it in the name of Jesus, and everyone says amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. All right, now we have the Jordanaires again. I really like them. I did a whole album with them. To me, they're just, I don't marvel at all why Elvis chose them, because they're really great. Uh, this is How Great Thou Art, How Great God Is. All right, go ahead. Oh 
Praise the Lord. I love working with gospel groups. I'm, uh, I'm about ready to do another album, and uh, I'm looking for another gospel group that wants to sing with me. So many people don't want to sing with me anymore because uh, I'm too controversial. Um, I'm a person that loves to preach the gospel the way it is and to break it down the, the right way, the meaning of it. And so, uh, but nevertheless, uh, I have some letters here for you to hear. And Sharon, where's the first one from? Kenya, Africa. All right, let's hear what they have to say. Dear friends in Christ, greetings to you all there through the precious name of Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God, who takes away our sins. Thank you for the Christian literature, which made 79 people to receive Jesus Christ as their Savior. It was like cold water to weary souls. The displaced families are really enjoying them, and we really thank you for the sacred work you are doing for God's people. We went to where the displaced families are living, and 79 people received Jesus Christ as their Savior. All praise be given to God, who makes everything possible. Mm -hmm. Please, we request you do us a favor and send us some Bibles, because people here want to read themselves the Word of God. Christ said, quote, I have chosen you and ordained you that ye should go and bring forth fruit and that your fruit should remain, unquote. Right. The only way that we're going to do that is to preach the whole word of God. The Lord said, I am the true vine. Anytime that we don't, he says, and my father is the farmer or the husbandman. That's what uh, husbandman means. Every branch in me, in other words, if you're... Uh, in the Lord, you're one of the branches. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he, God, the husbandman, takes away because you're like a weed. Or you bottleneck up the word of God to where it cannot flow freely uh, down the vine and grow fruit. And he says, every branch that beareth fruit the Lord God, the farmer, the uh, husbandman, he will clean it, purge it, that it may bring forth more fruit. So we have to be sure uh, that we don't bottleneck the word of God. And that's why I do send free Bibles to people that really want them, uh, that are going to use them. We don't distribute Bibles like we do tracts because they're a lot more expensive. But if somebody wants a Bible and they can't afford it, we're going to send it to them. All right, then what? It's the Lord's will that the means entrusted to us shall be used in building up his kingdom. His goods are committed to his stewards that they may be carefully traded upon and bring back a revenue to him. I've known this uh, for 44 years now since I've been saved. It'll be 44 years in September. It's 43 and a half years now. Um, and um, September will be 44 years that I've been doing this. And so I'm glad that you have the same uh, uh, truth from the Lord on that subject. And then what? His goods are committed to his stewards that they may be carefully traded upon and bring back a revenue to him and the saving of souls unto eternal life. That's true. Then what? We are praying for you all for God to bless you and help you to spread the truth to all people as we are living in the last hours. No kidding. All right, that's true. What else? Well, blessed are those servants whom the Lord, when he comes, shall find watching. Luke yeah, 12. and working. Working and watching. If you're watching, you're working. And I'm watching and I'm working. And that's the way uh, 
I, I can see that you folks are doing the same thing. And believe me and believe God, you're going to be repaid for it uh, in, uh, in compounded interest. Okay, then what else? That was Luke twelve thirty seven. May God bless you as we look to hear from you soon. Let us work together to spread the gospel to all people. In Jesus, James Lumamba from Kisi, Kenya, Africa. Well, the Lord bless you real good as well. Praise the Lord. Then, do you have another letter? Yes. Where is this one from? From Mabala, Zambia, Africa. Okay, let's hear what they have to say. Dear spiritual father, I together with our group are really glad to write you again. You can see that the people in Africa are far more on fire for God than the majority of people here in this country. These people really love the Lord, the ones that write me. Okay, go ahead. We are writing this letter jointly to testify that the Lord is good to us because he is doing new things in our lives by saving souls. We hope by the grace of God you are doing fine. We can't complain because he, the Most High King, is in control. Man of God, we thank you very much for accepting us in your ministry and Jesus' family. May our Lord Jesus richly bless you in your ministry. We'd like to thank you for sending us a box of literature and Messiah books. We appreciate you so much for the work well done. Because of this, you're encouraging our group to work hard. And the group is growing Well, let me tell you day. something about working hard. Uh, you're working hard, the true body of Christ. If you're the true body of Christ, you're working hard. We must work harder, be more zealous than the world government, the Antichrist government. We have to put them down with the word of God, the double-edged sword. The Lord said so. We have to throw them on the ground with the sword. The word of God can crush uh, everything. It has crushed everything. The word of God made everything. And that's how you're winning souls over there is through the Word of God and the Word of God that God gave me. Okay, so we must be more zealous, or the Lord will spit us out of his mouth, more zealous than the world government, the Antichrist. Um, other, other words, uh, how shall we enter heaven? Because if we're just uh, passive, the uh, it's just... Uh, Horrible, uh, what the way that most Christians say they're Christians. Uh, now, why should we do that? Because Pope John Paul II helped murder six million Jews. I brought this out uh, many years ago, and there used to be just a flood, and I told of the homosexuality that's going on and the rape of uh, little boys and girls in the Vatican. Uh, Pope John Paul helped murder six million Jews, and people are passive about that. I'm Jewish, and I have relatives that were murdered in Auschwitz. And so many other Jews have uh, mothers and dads that have been murdered there, and grandmothers and grandfathers. Are you going to take that lightly today? What, are you on some kind of drugs or something that uh, nothing means anything to you? I don't want to be part of this um, anti-Christ um, organization that has not the law of God. They think it's just so many cattle that died there. Well, you're a liar if you say that. They're not cattle. They're the chosen people of God. Right? Whether they're right or wrong, you don't dare murder people. I'm not. I'm not a Mormon. But I certainly don't believe in murdering people because they don't believe the gospel. 
the Bible says that if uh, we're supposed to just preach to people uh, and encourage them, compel them to come into the house of the Lord. That's what we're supposed to do. And you Christians, get your minds, your head put on straight. Something terribly wrong with you. You, you, you can't be of the Lord. So they killed six million Jews. Uh, then when the war was over, John Paul uh, too, fled to Argentina to hide so that he wouldn't be parked, he wouldn't be tried uh, as a war criminal, but he certainly was. So I wrote a piece of literature called The Fugitive Pope, and he certainly is a fugitive. And this man that's Pope now is a homosexual. Now he, he says that it really hurt him or that uh, he was ashamed that the people, is, these homosexuals, were hundreds of thousands of them in the Roman Catholic cult. He's so ashamed of them. But he's not ashamed of being a homosexual. He's ashamed of the, those homosexuals abusing hundreds of thousands of young boys and girls do an oral and anal sex with them. This is so sick that it's uh, incredible that they should do something uh, like that. Uh, no man can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one. Let me tell you something, folks. I hate Satan, and if you don't, and you call yourself a Christian, then you're not a Christian. You are not a Christian if you don't hate the devil. Because this is God's word. And he that is of God hears God's word, and they, he obeys them. No man, this is Matthew six twenty four, can serve two masters. For either he, you will, you will, and I will hate uh the one master and love the other. Can't do both. How can I love Satan and God or God and Satan? Or else he will hold to the one, <clears throat> that's what most of the people are doing today, is holding to the devil and despise the other. That's what they do is despise God. You cannot serve God and mammon. Now Matthew ten twenty eight says, you people fear. You're fearful and unbelieving. You fear Satan. Now, we must fear God. That's the whole duty of man, is to fear God and keep his commandments. But Matthew ten twenty eight says, And fear not them which kill the body. This is the word of God. If you're of God, you're going to hear it. But those that don't uh, will not hear the words of God. You're going to hear this, and fear not them which kill the body. But you do fear them that kill the body. Don't kill, uh, fear them that kill the body, but are not able to kill the soul. Now, people could kill my body. Sure, that's true. But they can't kill my soul. If you kill my body or anybody kills my body, I am saved. I'm going to heaven. But uh, rather fear 
him, that's God, which is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. Now, if you serve the Lord, if you hear God, he's not going to destroy your uh, soul. He can't. And if God cannot destroy your soul, then neither can Satan. Now, if you're of the Lord, you hear these things. God, even God, cannot destroy your soul if you're not afraid. If you're not afraid of Satan and his filthy uh, troops that are going about throughout the world murdering children, taking children away from their parents. This is the United States of America, and this isn't supposed to be this way. Nobody's supposed to be stealing people's children from them. The government in Texas says, these are our children. No, they're not, you filthy scumbags. They're not your children. They belong to their parents. God said so. And you're the devil. They're only your people if they allow you. You are not their uh, owners unless they let you be their owners. They put me in jail, in prison, for six years. I served four of those years on false charges. I was railroaded by this antichrist, satanic, world, international government by, ruled by the Pope. I told you people many years ago that the media is the mouth of Satan. You can see them exalting the Pope, who is a stinking homosexual. Now, I said he's sorry, he's grieving, he's mourning because so many of the sinfulness in that organization is the most sinful organization in the world. Now, ask him if he's a homosexual. He'll lie to you, but he's a homo. And also, he said, he didn't say, I'm sorry about being a homosexual, which God has proven that he hates because he burnt them up. That's how much God hates those bunch of faggots. He burned them up and say, well, there's some people that are just coming out and they're not that uh, they're not uh, speaking uh, by the spirit. But I am. The Lord hates homosexual sin, the sin of homosexuality. But if they repented, and I've never really seen that many of them repent, can't recall hardly any of them. Now, some people have committed the sin of homosexuality, like in prison. Uh, some of those people have done that. But the Lord said he's the true vine, and the Father uh, is the husbandman. God Almighty is the farmer. We're actually in, um, uh, must be working on God's farm because he wants us to do the same thing that he does. He wants his word to flow through us like a river, and uh, if there's a word of God that we uh, are ashamed of or that we're afraid to preach, 
then it causes a bottleneck in the body of Christ and the world just gets more and more sinful. Uh, the, the godless one, the lawless one is here now, very strong in this world. And it's because of the fact that Christians uh, are not letting God's word flow through uh, Christ the vine. And his father is the husbandman. So every branch in me that bears not fruit, in other words, that bottlenecks, there's, there's no life going through it into the world. Every branch in me that uh, bears not fruit. So if you were in Christ, he says every branch in me, and you had to be a, a believer in order for you to have been in Christ. Every branch in the uh, in me that refuses to bear fruit, that bears not fruit, God Almighty takes away. And every um, any branch that bears fruit, he cleans, he cleans it up, that it may bring forth more fruit. Yeah, you, uh, the Lord says, but the branches that are not bearing fruit, what the Lord does is gives them an early death and sends their souls. He burns them. Because you're worse than just chaff. You're worse than the chaff out in the world because you knew the truth and you're not letting the word of God flow through you as the Lord wants it to. He's the vine, and all the branches in the vine, there's many of them. Uh, what a horrible scene. I used to be a country boy, a country bois, and I used to be out in the garden, I mean a huge garden, because I was in reform school. I didn't have to go, but my, uh, my dad thought it was better than I would because I was unruly around the streets and everything. So they sent me there and they had a humongous garden there and they had uh, hundreds of cows and pigs and chickens. I was in charge of the chickens and out in the garden. And I'd see these uh, vines on watermelons and cucumbers and all these other uh, vine uh, objects, pieces of fruit, and I would uh, see them looking so beautiful and green. And uh, then there'd be all of a sudden a brown one that was just dead, or it was black and withered. And so I just wanted to get rid of it. So I'd pull it off of the uh, vine and throw it away. But the Lord says anyone that doesn't bring good, forth good fruit, if they want to bottleneck his word, <laughs> how have you got the guts of the unmitigated gall to allow God's word to not flow through you as though it's something you piece of dirt? That's all we are is pieces of dirt, but the spirit in us, we're souls, and Jesus, if he's raised your miserable spirit, your dead spirit up from the dead, well, then you're supposed to let him flow through you. And if you don't, he's going to burn you up. And soon 
this world, you're letting the lawless one run crazy. People that murder God's chosen people. People that take their children away from their mothers. It's totally unscriptural. And they're just showing themselves to be Satan. Satan knows that his time is short. He knows his time is short, and so he's gone completely insane. And he's come out of the closet, and he's doing all sorts of evil things because he knows that his time to burn is nigh, that it's very close. So if I were you folks, I wouldn't let his words flow through me. I would open my heart and just read the scriptures and preach it the way that it is. Uh, otherwise, you're going to go to hell in the lake of fire and you're going to be screaming your head off throughout eternity. And that goes for all you government workers. You're being a government worker because that's where your paycheck comes from. You're selling your soul like Esau did for a bowl of beans or a cup of soup. Now, what good is that going to do you when you stand before the judgment bar of God? You're not really investing anything for judgment day. All right, Sharon, let's finish the rest of that letter. That just set me off. Okay, go ahead. Last year we had 48 members, but at this time we are now 57 members. Well, that's great. See, there's an increase there. What they're doing is allowing the word of God to flow through them. They're letting the word of God flow through them, and they're not taking part in any satanic thing. Uh, of course, it, people cannot, um, they don't know the whole word of God all at once. But if you're interested in winning souls, you're going to take the whole word of God, which is able to set men free, and women as well, and uh, you're going to uh, preach it the way it is. And so it's obvious that you are with as much as you know already. Uh, so because you're clean now through the word of God. Well, he cleaned you with his blood. That's in the word. And you're clean now from the word which I have spoken unto you. So you're clean because he spoke the words in, uh, unto you. And you repeated them to the people in the world. And now you're increasing. And the verse 4 in chapter 15 of John says, Abide in me. Okay, if you're ashamed of the gospel, you're not abiding in him, and he's not abiding in you. He commands us to abide in him, and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself. Uh, so... You know, we as branches must have the Lord flowing through us in order to bear fruit because we are not able to bear fruit of ourselves except it abide in the vine. Uh, you have to be in Christ and Christ has to be flowing through you. Otherwise, you're going to wither up and dry, turn into a piece of um, burnt dead leaf or a, a branch out of the Lord. No more can ye except ye abide in me. You can't bear any fruit without the Lord. He is the vine. 
I am the vine, ye are the branches. That's verse 5. He that abideth in me, and I in him, the same brings forth much fruit. Because if it's the Lord flowing through you, and you're not bottlenecking the word of God up, well, then you're going to bear a lot of fruit. For without me, without me, Jesus the vine, you can do nothing. Okay, Sharon, finish the letter. We distributed all the literature and Messiah books at Mabala High School. Oh, yes, pupils, many pupils gave their lives to Christ, and many pupils are coming and testifying that there is a change. Of this group who gave their lives to Christ, five of them are asking for Bibles because they want to know more about Jesus Christ, but they don't have Bibles to read. We are also asking for some more literature because there are two more schools where we want to go and preach the Word of God and distribute the literature. Well, we're sure going to help you out. Make sure the, your, the room, our mailroom, sends out an ample supply of uh, literature to them and uh, send them at least 50 Bibles. And the same thing with uh, that group, uh, church in uh, Colorado. Send them, they want a thousand every three or four days or something. Uh, get uh, that, and if we hear a response from that area, several responses, then we know the man is really distributing the literature and not just taking the literature and uh, uh, letting it sit around or throwing it out. Okay, then what? Pastor, I'm telling you that the distribution of your literature, the Word of God, has been changing and winning souls for Christ here in Mabala Village. Praise the Lord. Then what? Thanks to the living God and thanks to you in advance, may the Most High King richly bless you, your family, and the entire body of Christ Jesus. Glory be to God. Yours in Christ, Emmanuel Nicoli from Mabala, Zambia, Africa. Well, God bless you, brother, and all you folks there that are distributing the literature and winning all those souls. Um, we know that you're winning souls, that you're of the Lord, because without him, you couldn't be doing these things. For without me, ye can do it nothing. All right, so um, verse 6. If a man abide not in me, <laughs> uh, he is uh, cast forth as a branch and is withered, just as I saw on the vine out in uh, Montana, Mild City, Montana, when I was at SIS, State Industrial School for Boys. Okay, and uh, it's for sure that's the way it is. There's something wrong with that branch that I saw in others. Cast uh, forth as a branch and is withered. If you cut a limb off of a tree and throw it on the ground and come back about 10 days later, you'll see it's all withered up. That there's no life in it anymore because it's not in the tree. It's not in the vine. And man gathers them. Uh, let's uh, go back here. Verse 6. If a man abides not in me, he is cast forth as a branch and is withered. And man, men, gather uh, a branch. He is uh, cast forth as a branch and is withered. And then and men gather them and cast them into the fire. 
Now, how could men gather them and cast them into the fire? Well, uh, you know, I'm a man, and so are other Christian witnesses men. And we're not going to, we are telling you that you're going into the fire. We're just telling you that. We don't, okay? And they are burned. Do you want to be burned up? I don't know any person that sincerely wants to be burned up at all. But I don't want to be burned up. Verse 7, if you abide in me. That's a, if is a little word with a very big meaning. If you abide in me and my words abide in you and flow through you without any shame whatsoever. Ye shall ask what you will, and it shall be done unto you. So like a lot of these false preachers say, send them money. That's all you need to do is send the money and God will bless you. That isn't true. You can't buy your way into heaven or buy the blessings of the Lord. He said, if you abide in me, the word, and my words abide in you, ye shall ask. Then ye shall ask uh, what you will, and it shall be done unto you. Okay, now I remember Frank Storino. He was with the church. And he was kind of a, yeah, you know, he's a, kind of a wise guy. He decided to leave the church around 25 years ago, and he did. And he just uh, was always joking and jiving around, and uh, he caught diabetes because he liked to uh, eat a lot of sugar and things like that, just like myself. I did. Then I have to avoid it a lot. But anyway, he was jiving and laughing, even when he called me because he was asking me, should I let, uh, should he let them cut his legs off? And I said, Frank, I don't know anything about your situation, but, and I can't, uh, you know, witness you because I really haven't seen. Uh, I can see that you never abided in the Lord and that his words never abided in you. Um, but you're not able to ask me. You have to ask the Lord. You have to get a hold of the Lord yourself because I don't know anything about you anymore. 25 years, that's a long time. He said, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. But um, <clears throat> you didn't glorify God. He said, I don't know what to tell you. He said, well, the doctors told me, uh, cut my legs off or die. And I said, well, <laughs> uh that's their uh, synopsis of the entire thing. Either get your legs cut off. He says, Gang Green has gone clear up to him. Now, if uh, he would have been glorifying the Lord, because Jesus in verse 8 says, Herein is my Father glorified, that ye bear much fruit. Well, he didn't bear any fruit. So shall ye be my disciples. Well, Lord, if we don't bear fruit, we can't be your disciples. Well, why should people go around telling people that they're Christians for them? Well, Frank, I said, you know, if the doctors are telling you, I can't see your legs. And I tried to pray for him, but the Lord wouldn't uh, receive my prayer for him. And I said, I don't know. You better just do what the doctor says. That's all that you people can do that have left the Lord and have never glorified the Father. 
Herein is my Father glorified that you bear much fruit. So shall you be my disciples if that's what you're doing. And so he cut, uh, the doctors cut his legs off. And he died. They said his heart just gave in. Well, he gave his heart to foolishness. And his heart gave in. Verse 9, as the Father hath loved me, so have I loved you. I loved you. My father loved you so much that he sent me down here. And uh, when he did, I didn't back off. I uh, preached with a, a whole army of people around me and told them that they're of the de their father, the devil. I wasn't afraid like uh, most of the people in the world are, or most of the people that say they're Christians are. As the father has loved me, so have I loved you. I've... Uh, continue you, continue ye in my love. In other words, do the same thing I did. Come and follow me. Take up the cross, deny yourself, and let my words flow through you. Verse 10. If, that's a, that little word again, that's a big meaning. If you keep my commandments, ye shall abide in my love. Well, what is love? Love is the keeping of the Lord's commandments. Even as I have kept my father's commandments and um, abide in his love in keeping his commandments. These things have I spoken unto you that my joy, I want joy, the Lord says, that my joy might remain in you. I want you to be joyful like me. And that your joy might be full. How many people in this world have joy? I mean, everything is tumbling down around them. They don't have joy. They're worried. People are committing suicide. They're getting on drugs. Drugs won't help you. You have to get in the love of the Lord. Now, I'm saying people are reaching out to us. They're saying, uh, I, I can't pay my rent. I can't pay my, uh, my bills. Uh, can you give us some money? And Well, the money that I have is for those that love the Lord and give him glory. Glory! Glory! Glory, glory. They win much souls, but they don't even want to move, uh, you know, get into the Christian realm. But yet they want the Christian realm. They want the blessings of the Lord. But they don't want to do anything for the Lord. So I have to tell them, no. This uh, finances that Lord sends in here is to win souls with and for uh, we, the Christians in the church to uh, have food and clothing and a roof over their head to pay their utilities and everything. You're cursed because you're not keeping the commandments of the Lord. This is my commandment, Jesus says in verse 12 that ye love one another. In other words, keep the commandments in front of each other as I have kept the commandments before you, as I have loved you. Uh, verse 13. Greater love has no man than this, that a man lay down his life, his former life, for his friends. If you're not willing to uh, allow your old life that you were living to be mortified. You're not worthy. Uh, you have no love in you whatsoever. You are my friends 
but if, only if you do whatsoever I command you. You want a bottleneck on me? You think that you're going to get by with that? Don't think that. You're only my friends if you do whatsoever I command you. Verse 15, henceforth I call you not servants, for the servant knoweth not what uh, his Lord doeth. But I have called you friends for all the things that I have uh, heard of my father. I have made known unto you. I've passed them along unto you, just like Tony Alamo is passing these things unto you. Now then, verse 16, Ye have not chosen me, but I have chosen you. Come and follow me. Come and follow me, he said to all the different uh, people that were out in the world, and they did. And I've called you and ordained you that ye should go and bring forth souls, fruit, and that your fruit should remain, not go away. We're supposed to keep people in the church, but uh, even the weak ones in faith, but not, we can't keep them if they dispute, if they're doubtful. I put two people out of the church just yesterday because... I said, do you believe what I'm preaching? And they said, well, I don't know. And I said, well, you have to leave because I only allow people in my church that believe the word of God. Now, I read it right out of the Bible, and if you don't believe that, then you have to go. So go. Well, can I get a ticket to uh, California? I said, sure. Write it out for him. Give it to him. For... Uh, so that your fruit should remain, that whatsoever ye shall ask of the Father, in my name, he may give it unto you. These things I command you, that ye love one another, that ye keep the commandments before one another. Now, if you're of the Lord, you're going to receive that. You're going to hear that. But if you're not of the Lord, you won't hear that. And so I'm going to talk to people out there that have heard what I'm saying uh, in this message today. This is a time that you have the opportunity to turn against Satan and receive the Lord. Just I want you to show people that I have loved them and that I love you. So, right now, let's say this prayer to the Lord. Say, if you want to be uh, obedient to the Lord. Say, my Lord and my God, have mercy upon my soul, a sinner. I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of the living God, and I believe that you, Father God, raised him from the dead by the power of the Holy Spirit. I open the door of my heart, and I invite you into my heart, Lord Jesus, Father God, Holy Spirit, um, wash all my filthy sins away in the precious blood that you shed for me. You will not turn me away, Lord Jesus. You will save my soul, I know, because your word says so. Your word says that all that call upon you shall be saved. And I am calling upon you, Lord, and therefore I know that you have heard me, and I know that you have answered me, and I know that I am saved. 
And I thank you, Lord Jesus, for saving my soul. Now just praise and thank the Lord. And get yourself the original King James Version of the Bible, not the new one. And uh, just praise and thank the Lord now. And give him all the glory. And I share and tell our listening audience how they can receive a copy of program number 616. It's free of charge. Go to alamoministries.com or write to Tony Alamo Christian Ministries, P.O. Box 6467, Texarkana, Texas. 75505 or call area code 479-782-7370 that's 479-782-7370 or fax to area code 479-782-7406 uh, praise the lord during our lifetime we have mountain type experiences where everything is as we can see everything and the wind is blowing through our hair and we're praising and thanking the lord but the Lord states that we'll actually, when we're going through rough times, like the people of the world are going through now, we'll have peace in the valley. And here are the Jordanaires to sing it for you. Well, I'm tired and so weary, but I must. Go along till the Lord comes and calls me, calls me away. Oh, oh yes, where the morning is bright and the lamb is the light and the night is as Peace in the valley for me someday. There will be peace in the valley for me, Lord, I pray. There'll be no sadness, no sorrow, no trouble I see. And the wolf will be tame And the lion shall lay down with the lamb Oh yes Oh yes, and then the beast from the wild Will be led by a little child And I'll be changed I'm changed from this creature that I am Sadness, no sorrow. 